Welcome to the Resilient and Thriving Podcast with Coach K. My name is Kirsten Larson, and I'm an integrative holistic health coach who helps people get results and breakthrough in their health and life. After healing from extreme health issues and emotional trauma, my goal is now to make health and wholeness accessible to more and more people and to help you overcome overwhelm and burnout so that you can ultimately thrive in life and help others do the same. And I'm excited to be here with you today. All right. Hey, friends. Kirsten here for episode number seven, and I'm excited to share about part one on how to stop stress eating using intuitive and mindful eating, especially during the holidays. Now, this can really apply anytime, but I'm writing this and releasing this right now during Thanksgiving and all of the holiday seasons that we go through in the next few weeks and couple of months. It's a busy time. It's a time of a lot of change for most people. We see family, we see friends and community. We have higher intensity things happening at work and family. We also have a lot of food happening all over the place. And it's really a time that there's a lot of stress going on. And let's just call it for what it is. And when you have stress plus a lot of food around you, uh, that can usually end up leading to some not-so-good situations. And, you know, there's a reason why people have New Year's resolutions come New Year's is because of, you know, month and a half, two months straight of a lot of uh, stress plus a lot of eating. And it's, you know, not usually the best combination. Um, And I know... If you're anything, you know, everybody was raised a little bit differently. And in my time, it was raised around making sure you cleared your plate. And so then when I mixed that with then the stressful seasons and times and then trying to clear my plate, piling on foods that looked good and delicious, and yet I couldn't not clear my plate, um... It was usually a recipe for disaster, and then you end up completely exhausted. We've got that incredible food coma, um, of which I've discovered later on in life that you don't have to have a food coma. I remember the first time I started experiencing energy after I ate, and no one ever told me. I always thought food coma is normal. It's a total normal way of living after you eat. You're tired. Um, All the blood's rushing to your belly and trying to digest the food that you just ate. Um, But it doesn't have to be that way. So we've adapted, you know, some pretty much healthier Thanksgivings. And in our family, we celebrate Christmas and a lot lot easier to digest foods and foods that are good for your gut and things that you enjoy. And so that has just made it so much more enjoyable When you can eat the food, you know it's good for you, and then you feel good afterwards. It's a miracle. Um, Whoever knew that that was possible. Um, But anyways, I know that with myself and a lot of the people that I work with, there's just this element of um, what stress does to the body. And, you know, how do you actually do this whole mindful and intuitive eating, especially if you've kind of shut that part of you off and that that's something that is probably the bigger challenge is that we've, as a culture, 
not really valued learning to listen to ourselves. And that's a huge value I had to learn myself. Um, Learned that through my own coaching, learned that through working on myself, through books and courses and teachings and years of just practicing learning to listen. And so that's really what mindfulness and intuitive eating is all about. But I loved this conversation I had with a client a little while back. And one of the reasons she didn't want to give up certain foods was because she felt like she really wanted to just be able to enjoy herself with the people she was with. And we dug a little deeper and it it kind of came around the question, do you need that food in order to enjoy the people? And we started just practicing enjoying the people and letting the food become separate secondary. And I know that that it seems almost like, how do you do that? And for many people, it seems like they go hand in hand is, you know, the food and the people are one. Um, But I wanted to introduce a few ways of kind of stepping into this place of how mindfulness can help you with your stress, but also with your your health And how that really all ties together with boosting your energy levels, helping you enjoy the the time and the people you're with, or if you're on your own while you're eating a meal, just really enjoying and being present in that moment. And now, a little bit, my background, I never really thought mindfulness, I thought it was weird, and I thought it was kind of for those woo-woo people, just being honest. And, um, you know, I, I really never still don't quite take to the word. I think it might have been overused a little bit, but I want to explain what I mean when I say it is really about being present in the moment, about enjoying your present moment, and about being aware of what's happening uh, both around you and inside of you. Uh, So often, We emotionally eat because we're not aware of the emotions that are going on inside of us. And I would venture to say that that is one of the number one reasons people emotionally eat is because they are not aware of that emotion or the thoughts that are going on behind the scenes. And here's what happens with foods and chemicals is that especially salty foods, sugary foods, and uh, foods that are processed, which all typically go hand in hand. Most processed foods have refined sugar and refined salt in them. But those foods, they send chemicals into our brain and body that release dopamine and serotonin and all the feel-good chemicals that you really want to feel when you're not feeling good. And even if you are just tired because you didn't get a chance to sleep well or it's been a busy week, life has been busy, um, if you're not aware that that's why you feel tired or that's why you feel run down, then your brain subconsciously is going to go after the things that cause you to have that spike in energy. And you're going to feel that craving. You're going to feel that emotional desire for it. Um... 
and and especially then when we start getting busier and busier, you know, I know for many Thanksgiving and and all the holiday times are times of gathering together with family members, maybe some you love, some you don't, you know, you enjoy or, you know, it's all a little bit different kind of relationships. But then even just trying to create all the food and all of the excitement and the environment and everything you need to do to get work and family and all these different components to, in pieces is a lot more than usual. And so our bodies tend to then say, hey, I need something. Your body is always saying something to you when you're craving food, when you're craving that. It's trying to say, hey, pay attention to me, listen to me. And when we pause to do that mindful piece, that actually allows us to listen in, slow down enough to listen to our body. Am I actually hungry or am I actually just kind of wanting to feel better. And most often, we just want to feel better. <laughs> and But many times, you know, if we are actually hungry, if we're eating in a, in a fast pace, we end up not paying attention to our cues that when we are full or eating the right types of foods that cause us to have energy. And so, you know, a couple of things that we can do is, you know, practice mindful eating on the days that are not stressful. That is really key and really helpful. Just, you know, on a day that's a little bit more normal, a little bit more usual, practice just taking some deep breaths in between your bites. And if you're cooking your food, practice just slowing down as you cook it. I know for me, that was such a big one. I often would cook in a hurry and then put the food on a plate and then just kind of eat the food real quick. And, you know, if you find yourself kind of getting hungry or eagerly anticipating the food, you know, have something like an apple. An apple is filled with nutrients and fiber. It's going to give you a little burst of that fructose sugar, but it's going to come with all the nutrients and fiber. And so it's not going to cause your blood sugar to crash. It's actually going to help you quite a bit. And then you can start to think a little bit more clearly. And so then here you are, you know, you can slow down, really enjoy the food that you have. Find yourself even being grateful for the food that you have. Take some deep breaths. Try putting away media. You know, if you like to eat in front of the TV, try taking a pause. Because here's the thing, your, your gut needs peace and it needs stillness and it needs time to break down and digest the foods. And if there's any remaining cortisol running through your system or if there's any stress happening, even if it's stress happening through a stressful TV show or, you know, it's a moment in the show that's really stressful or you're thinking about, you know, did you get all the things done that you needed to get done or all of that ends up coming into the way your food is digested. Because as we know, when we're stressed out, stress actually causes your digestive system to, to stop and to slow down and to not work anymore. And it's, it's intentional, it's purposeful, and it has a really great benefit when you're actually stressed or under real true stress. But most of the time, our stress in our life, how many times can I say that word, <laughs> um, it's, not, it's not actually real 
in the moment that we're eating. And so life, it might be real all around your life, but in that moment, if you could, in that moment of eating, pause, take some deep breaths, really smell the food, allow your senses to come to like experience it, taste the food. Many people I know who do this end up really enjoying their food a lot more than they ever used to. Their their taste buds come alive. They can taste all the different flavors in it. And your digestive issues begin to start to go away because your body's able to digest the food. And you no longer have that after food coma crash because you didn't overeat, because you ate foods that were actually good for you. Um, They've actually done studies where people just did a 30-day slow eating challenge. They didn't change their diet. They didn't change their exercise levels. They didn't change types of food. They just simply slowed down and people lost weight. And I just think that's incredible. It's It really says that I think we're focusing on some of the wrong things sometimes. And so I want to leave you with this. I'm going to do another part two to this to go a little bit more into how to listen. But the first step is just practicing taking your time, going slower, enjoying either the people you're with, the food you're eating, looking around your environment and enjoying the, the space you're in, um, and learning to slow down, taking your time in that space and being present with yourself. And as you're doing it, pay attention to your mental and emotional state before and during your meal. So if you're, if you're noticing, you know what, I'm actually going for this food because I'm really trying to mask this emotion. This is a fun little trick that I recommend is, you know, you've probably experienced this before where, you know, maybe you have a food that you really are craving right now. And the more you think about it, the more you want it. And the more you try to stop from having it, the more you want it. Why? Because you're thinking about it. (laughs) You know, what we focus on grows. And so what's happening is you're focusing so hard on not eating that food that you end up wanting it more and more and more and more. And so for me, that's not a method that I recommend for avoiding cravings is just avoid the food. What I recommend doing is pay attention first to what are the cravings trying to say? Sometimes you're simply missing a nutrient. Yes, that is absolutely true. So it's helpful to know what nutrient that food is giving to your body. A lot of times they say the magnesium and chocolate is what we're craving. I don't know. Chocolate's pretty yummy and it's pretty amazing. So I don't know if that's what I'm craving when I want chocolate. But um, I do know that when I want salt, I'm in a stressed out state of being and I want it helps um, something inside of me. feel comforted when I'm stressed out. And so I know when I'm craving salt to do something a little bit differently, to take a a step back, to take some deep breaths and to pause and address the stress before I dive into the, the salt, you know, food, which for me would be chips. And so 
you know, what you want to do is address the mindset, address the thoughts, because our thoughts address, create our feelings, and then our feelings create the craving and the emotion and the desire to kind of not feel that anymore. So address it, but don't tell yourself that you can't have that food. Tell yourself that, you know, if you still want it and you still need it, after addressing the issue, then you can have a little bit of it. But at that time, when you have it, you're actually having it from a powerful position and a powerful place of being. And you're not, become, you're not a victim to that food. You made a powerful choice because you dealt with the mindset, you dealt with your thoughts, and you dealt with the emotional state of being. And then you're actually choosing the food rather than the, choose f- the food choosing you. It's pretty powerful if you think about it. So give it a try. See how these things work. And I would love to hear from you. Let me know on my website, coachkirsten.com, on social media. Shoot me a line and let me know if you have any questions because I'd love to go deeper into this topic and help you in your journey on healing your body, healing your emotions, and helping you walk and really the, the healthiest that you can possibly be. So happy holidays and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks so much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Tune on in every week for tips and tricks to make health and wholeness sustainable. If you're interested in further coaching or more resources, head on over to my website, coachkirsten.com, and I'd love to connect with you. And don't forget, you were made to thrive.